This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, January 24th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Allen. Here's today's headlines. Agriculture Department unveils 2018 Farm Bill principles. USDA Advisory Panel pans U.S. seasonality proposal for NAFTA. And pressure mounts to overhaul co-op tax benefit. USDA unveils the 2018 Farm Bill principles. USDA Chief Sonny Perdue today offering a set of principles that he hopes Congress will use as a roadmap as it debates and crafts the 2018 Farm Bill. The wide-ranging document that will be delivered today to Capitol Hill touches on everything from improving crop insurance to increasing investments for marketing U.S. ag commodities overseas. Under the Farm Protection and Conservation section, USDA advocates a variety of innovative crop insurance products and changes enabling farmers to make sound production decisions and manage operational risk. The document also addresses the controversial issue of reforming the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, or SNAP, formerly known as food stamps. The next farm bill, USDA says, should support work as a pathway to self-sufficiency and only use feeding programs for those truly in need. Since my first day as Secretary of Agriculture, I've traveled to 30 states, listened to the people of American agriculture about what was working and what was not, Purdue said in a statement released this morning. The conversations we had and the people we came across helped us craft USDA's Farm Bill and legislative principles for 2018. USDA Advisory Panel pans U.S. seasonality proposal under NAFTA. A U.S. proposal in the ongoing talks to overhaul NAFTA has become unpopular among members of a USDA advisory panel. The so-called seasonality plan, which would make it easier for fruit and vegetable farmers to file anti-dumping and countervailing claims against Mexican produce exports, was flatly rejected by Mexico and Canada. Now, opposition in the U.S. is growing. AgriPulse has learned that the Agricultural Technical Advisory Committee, the ATAC for Fruits and Vegetables, a panel that advises USDA, voted 12-3 to 3 on January 10th to officially oppose the U.S. proposal. Now, that's a 180-degree turn for the panel that originally supported it. Sources say that most members of the advisory committee view the proposal as a negative precedent for other trade agreements. Pressure mounts to overhaul co-op tax benefit. Big food companies and supermarket chains have joined Cargill and others in the grain industry in pushing Congress to overhaul the tax benefit that Farmer Cooperative received in the new tax law. Among the companies worried about the impact of the co-op benefit is Walmart, which is getting into the milk processing business, according to sources. Senators John Thune, a Republican of South Dakota, and John Hoven, a Republican of North Dakota, have been leading negotiations to restructure the 20% deduction that has been dubbed as 199A. But reworking the provision is no easy matter, since it likely involves reducing the benefit to co-ops and their members in order to provide a benefit to farmers who sell to other companies. Under the law, co-op members who sell products to their commodities would get a 20% deduction from gross revenue. Co-op leader, it's an issue of fairness. The issue was very much on the minds of companies and producers attending this week's annual meeting of the International Dairy Foods Association in Palm Desert, California. 
One co-op leader was at the meeting, told AgriPulse he urged lawmakers in Washington to preserve as much of the benefit as possible. Mark Baring, a Minnesota dairy farmer who's on the board of Land Lakes, said the 199A benefit was only fair since corporations saw their tax rate slashed from 35% to 21% under the law. Baring said you can look at the total dollars involved and what they get for a tax deduction compared to us. They still win. Jim Mulhern, the president and CEO of the National Milk Producers Federation, said uh, he was optimistic that a deal could be reached. Mulhern said right now it's a very fluid situation trying to figure out how to do a fix here. Still, he said the issue has to be addressed because of the inequity created. A senior member of the Senate Finance Committee, Chuck Grassley of Iowa, also predicted yesterday that the 199A provision would be changed. He said if Congress knew at the time, it wouldn't have gone through. So it's got to be corrected, as he spoke to reporters. A major retailer that processes milk, the Kroger Company, also was concerned about the deduction, even though the company currently buys milk primarily from co-ops. Mike Brown, director of Kroger Supply Chain, said tax law needs to be a business choice neutral, and this isn't. That's unfortunate. Sensky to receive award from Biodiesel Group. Deputy Ag Secretary Steve Sensky is scheduled to be in Texas today to receive an award from the National Biodiesel Board. USDA's second-in-command is to receive the Pioneer Award today at the National Biodiesel Conference in Fort Worth. The award stems from Sensky's time as the CEO of the American Soybean Association between 1996 and 2017 when he was tapped to join the Trump administration. NBBB credits ASA under Sensky's leadership with playing a critical role in the passage of a biodiesel tax incentive as well as the inclusion of biodiesel in the expansion of the renewable fuel standard. Sensky is expected to visit the convention to accept the award. Well, the race is on for the biodiesel tax credit extension. With the government shut down behind us, at least for now, supporters of the biodiesel tax credit are once again turning their attention to try to get the provision extended. Supporters originally hoped to use the tax bill to reauthorize the tax credit, which expired at the end of 2016. With that process come and gone, the focus now shifts to moving an extension through whatever legislative vehicle might attract enough votes. National Biodiesel Board CEO Donnell Rehagen told reporters Tuesday that the group had a long-term commitment from House and Senate leadership to include an extension of the tax credit and whatever tax extenders package might move. He said our expectation is a tax extenders bill will be a part of a budget deal to fund the government through the rest of the fiscal year. The measure approved this week funds the government through February 8th. Senator Grassley, one of the top supporters of the tax credit on Capitol Hill, also said yesterday to reporters that he'd continue his efforts to include the provision in an extender's bill. But he also noted that those efforts haven't been successful in the past. Here's today's He Said It. I don't want to be pessimistic. We've done it every time it needed to be done in the past. I think it will be done again, but you know we've been promised, and promises are cheap in this town. That Iowa GOP Senator Chuck Grassley talking about the prospects for Congress to pass an extension of the biodiesel tax credit as a part of the package of tax extenders. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, January 24th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. 
For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.